Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. And joining the line today is NFL agent James Paul. Paul is employed by Bus Cook Sports Agency. And so James is joining the show today to discuss some behind-the-scenes, in-depth information about what it's been like engineering his draft clients as we near Thursday's first round of the 2020 NFL draft amid the COVID-19 pandemic. So first things first, James, how are you doing today? Isaac, appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on the podcast and we're staying safe down here in South Florida with family, the wife and kids, so no complaints on my end. That's good to hear and I hope everybody is staying safe out there again. Thoughts and prayers are out there with all those impacted by this virus and all the medical workers for sure. So let's go ahead and talk about your background in sports business, James. How long have you been in the industry and how long have you been working with Bus Cook Sports? Well, I've been in the industry now. This is going to be draft number 20 for me coming up this Thursday. Started fairly young, background in Sports management as an undergrad, St. John's University up north. Got my MBA from the same school, moved down to South Florida. Got my law degree, practicing law as well down here in South Florida. Been with Bus now for a little over a year, um, but I've known him for a while, but we reconnected about a year ago. So it's been a pleasure working with him, knowledgeable, as knowledgeable can be as far as the agent business is concerned, well respected by every single general manager and every single decision maker. So it's been a pleasure. Wow, 20 NFL drafts. That is quite the achievement. I'm sure you've been through the ups, you've been through the downs, and I'm looking forward to hearing how this one draft separates itself from all the previous years. But let's go ahead and take a look at the three draft prospects that you rep, and it's LSU offensive guard Damian Lewis, FAU wide receiver D'Angelo Antone, who actually was on the podcast a couple of months ago for an interview, Florida State offensive tackle Ryan Roberts, how have they each prepared for the draft without the luxury of pro days? Well, each of them are distinct in their own way. Damon Lewis, fortunate enough to play almost 15 games, winning a national championship, having the opportunity to go to the Cedar Bowl, having a great week there, and then piggybacking that experience and taking it to the NFL Combine. So he's been evaluated on the biggest stage, the SEC level, number one, where every single scout is viewing that tape, and they're 
most likely for most of those games live. And then you take that momentum and he takes it to the senior bowl where every decision maker is there for that week of practice. And he had a great week of practice. He did extremely well in one-on-one. He's a true road grader, a guy who's going to plug and play, I think, for the next eight to ten years, given the specific scheme that he's going to fit into. He had an opportunity to interview with multiple teams many times over at the Senior Bowl during the week. And then he took that momentum and took it to the combine and piggybacked off of his momentum from the Senior Bowl. More interviews, did really well from a testing standpoint. But more importantly for him, this character is what we keep hearing has stood out in the interview process. And if you're going to check off all the boxes, if you're going through the process, obviously the 85% of the process is the film. So he checked off that box playing in the highest level of college football. Then you end the season and you, you take it to the, the postseason, like we like to call it, from January to April. He checks off the box. He plays in a major all-star game. Does really well there. He checks off the next box. He goes to the combine. There are no medical issues, which is another opportunity for players like himself who go out to the combine, get an opportunity to get medical checks. And that's something that he checked out, got the green light for that. Interview process, checked off there character checked off there unfortunately the pandemic hit and his pro day was canceled however comparing him to ryan roberts the office back out of florida state and diego antoine out of fau who are non-combine guys it's a completely different trajectory in terms of what damon went through and what Antoine and Roberts have gone through not having the luxury of playing in a major all-star game, being invited to the NFL Combine, and not having a pro day. So it's literally flipping it on its head and taking players who should be or would have had their normal course of action once January had stripped away from them um, because of this pandemic. So um, it's been an interesting time. So... I can discuss Ryan Roberts' deal. He comes out of Florida State and long offensive tackle, former NIU graduate, grad transfer into Florida State, former tight end in high school, so he's got great feet. He's long, he's athletic, played in the ACC for one year, did really well, got invited to the Gridiron Classic out in Texas in January, did well during the week of practice. And so we were building on that momentum knowing that he most likely wasn't going to get invited to the Combine, but we were putting our eggs in that basket for the Pro Day to show what he can do and having all those teams come out to the Pro Day. And that was stripped away from him. So as an agent and an agency, how do you prepare those guys for what happens, being that you don't know what the next phase is going to be? So that's where you get creative and you start shooting virtual Pro Days. You start building on the relationship that you have with NFL scouts and saying, hey, listen, take a look at his film. Although he didn't have a chance to go to the combine or have his own pro day, this is the next best thing. Now, scouts are not going to trust the times that are on that film. However, it gets them the opportunity to see how line moves as an offensive lineman. So I was told by multiple teams that they want to see physical movement on the film. So we made sure we did all the all offensive linemen specific drills that were done at the combine so that 
Baker to see how athletic he is. Um, the timing of his 40 and all that stuff wasn't really important, but we put that on there as well so they can get a feel for how athletic he is. Um, and so that was sent out to all 32 teams about a month and a half ago, and I've gotten some rave reviews based off of his film. Um, and in the NFL, you can never have enough good long offensive linemen from a depth standpoint. So Ryan has just been working out at home in Arizona, just keeping himself in shape, getting ready for the day. And as far as D'Angelo is concerned, he's a speed guy. He transferred in from FAU, from USF, three years player there. Not the biggest guy in the world, 5'10", 5'10 and a half, but is a 4'4 guy, showed it on film, has the ability to stretch the field, get vertical, return man, punt and kickoff, so he adds value from a special team standpoint, but he was in along the same lines as Ryan. No major all-star games. He went to the Gridiron Classic out in Texas. He interviewed, but he hurt his hamstring, so he didn't even get to participate in a week of practice, unlike Ryan, who did, and helped himself out from that standpoint. So, D'Angelo didn't get to check off all of the boxes. Um, didn't really participate in a major all-star game. When he did go out to the all-star game, he got hurt. And so we were banking on him healing. He was training down here in South Florida with Tony Delani at SDE, getting ready for the pro day, which his was scheduled for April 2nd, which was one of the later pro days. And everything just hit. And so we had to get creative, uh, create a video for him, virtual pro day. He ran some really good times, really functional strength, 17 rest 225, short area burst with him is great. He's more of a slot guy, so we did all the slot route tree uh, routes that you would see at the combine, put that on the film and sent that out to teams, and he's going to have an opportunity to be a guy who hopefully will sign right after the draft, but we'll see what happens. And if he doesn't sign right after the draft, there's a possibility that he might have to wait because this year, unlike many other years, there will not be a rookie mini camp a week or, or two weeks after the draft because the facilities will not be open. So NFL teams and players who will normally have an opportunity to work out for a contract during rookie mini camp, those players are going to be lost in the shuffle. What I've been told from numerous teams is when they do finally open up the facilities, Sometime in June or July, it's going to be a horde of maybe 30 to 40 guys getting invited to a community camp or maybe five or six guys with signed contracts. But it's going to be like no other draft compared to other years once that seventh round rolls around and that seventh round hits. The PSAs that normally would sign contracts with teams might be even less this year because more than half of those players who are PFAs don't have credible medical checkups. On that note, my next question was, based on the feedback that you've heard from teams, Mm -hmm. how have teams' assessments of the non-combine invitees changed without those pro days and top 30 visits? Unfortunately, this year, there are going to be more players on the outskirts that would have normally signed PFAs that are not going to have an opportunity to sign a contract because of the lack of medical, the lack of having a top 30 visit, and having their character issues quench. I feel bad. There's really a lot of players that are expecting to sign as priority free agents that are not going to sign because a wave of those players that are deemed rounds five to seven, those guys are going to get pushed to PFAs. 
and the guys who are considered PFAs are going to be pushed to the rookie minicamp phase. And that rookie minicamp is not going to take place until Lord knows what, maybe July, right before training camp starts. And so it, create, it creates a conundrum <laughs> in terms of players who normally would be in that group of PFAs. There are going to be a lot of guys that are going to be disappointed after the draft. So as an agent, you have to manage expectations, not only of your client, but of the family members around it. So you have to create the picture and paint both sides of the coin. I've advised my clients that they could be priority free agents, that they could sign right after the draft, but there's a strong possibility that if you don't sign as a PFA, you may not be able to get into a facility or even work out for a contract, maybe until training camp. So that affects the whole dynamic of what we're used to normally with the free-for-all happening right after the draft. So obviously this is not in the favor of a lot of the PFAs as you've been talking about. And you're talking about going months for these players who don't get initially signed right after the draft. Is there plans in place for your clients and for just undrafted free agents in general to continue, you know, a certain training regimen or perhaps having workouts, virtual workouts to film them and send those to teams? Well, I've, I've told my guys that they're going to have to stay in shape um, throughout this process. So, yeah, we're, we're creating just a, a simple workout for those guys while they're waiting um, in terms of just keeping themselves in football shape. It's hard to stay in football shape if you're not practicing everything. So just keeping your wind up, making sure that they're in football-specific drills to keep themselves acclimated, keeping their bodies loose, so that when the facilities open up, they're in somewhat of shape to be able to compete with the guys that are in the same boat. Um, there are going to be a lot of guys out there that are going to show up for this rookie mini camp or this workout out of shape, just because they're not used to not being consistently working out. And some of these guys don't have the self-discipline either, so that's another factor you have to take into consideration. Talking about you, James, what has it been like for you in the weeks leading up to this year's NFL draft? Take me through what a typical work day looks like for you right now. Typical work day is getting on the phone uh, in the morning with every single team. Uh, I don't care if I've spoken to a team last week. I still give them a call just to get a feel if anything has changed um, with regards to any of my clients, anything that I need to be aware of last second that could affect their draft status, making sure that they all have the virtual film for the two players that I mentioned, Ryan and D'Angelo, that they understand um, if, there any, if there's anything that they need to see further outside of the film or any kind of information that they need from me from a character standpoint, um, background, is there any injuries that have um, occurred since they participated in their virtual pro day, um, talking to them about my players staying sharp mentally. So that's usually my morning. It's just filled with phone calls. And normally in the afternoon, I try to follow my clients, try to figure out what they're doing for the day, making sure that they're okay, making sure that their family members are okay, making sure they're not stressing out, not pushing it too hard, because mentally they have to be prepared uh, for this week. Um, so it's more lines along the lines of phone calls, a um, couple of video conferences here and there with teams, with my clients just figuring out what's going on. So 
Um, that's kind of my day in a nutshell. A lot of phone calls, to be honest with you. I mean, that's really all we can do at this point. I'm not traveling to any teams, and teams are not traveling to me. So it's more on the lines of just making a lot of phone calls. What will your line of communication be like with your clients come draft weekend? I know this is your 20th time doing this. Obviously, this is different because it's a fully virtual draft. How frequently are you going to be chatting with your clients as the rounds progress? Uh, it'll be constant because of the simple fact that leading up to the draft, specifically last week and uh, not not so much this week, but there's been a lot of player movement outside of free agency. Right after free agency hit, you have a lot of players moving around. That's going to determine the needs of teams based off the position. What I do every year is I put charts together based off of every single roster, um, based off of position, based off of what would be the best fit schematically for each of my clients so that they know ahead of the time that the Detroit Lions have six off at the line. And if you're an undrafted free agent, this is probably not the best place to go to for those guys who are in their second year of their contract. It's not a good place for a young player to go to. So I have gone through each roster and I've already prepped my guys as to where their best landing spots are for my un- potential PFA. As far as Damon's concerned, I mean, he's gotten calls from every single team. Um, I would be surprised if he's not drafted. Strangest things have happened, but I do anticipate that he will be drafted most likely on day three. Um, so his conversation is a little different. I don't have to go through that analysis, but have an understanding of which teams have shown the most interest by calling him up and, and having them call me. Um, so from a preparation standpoint, that has been taken care of. The, the week of the draft, the day of the draft, just based off of who's getting picked where, um, there'll be constant text messages, there'll be some phone calls, uh, there'll be some surprise phone calls based off of as we get into the fifth and sixth and seventh round where teams start trying to wink, wink, not negotiate because they're not going to throw any teams under the bus and doing anything illegally, but uh, teams want to figure out whether or not your players are on play before the end of the seventh round, even though technically they're supposed to wait for the seventh round. So there'll be a lot of, com- a lot of communication going on back and forth at that time. What is your setup going to be like this weekend? I know John Lynch, the GM of the Niners, tweeted out a picture of his war room and his home. What are you going to have set up at your desk? So, flat screen TV on the wall, ESPN, NFL, combined network. They're doing the draft this year, so I'll be tuned into that. I'll have my laptop in front of me. I have my two phones, my spreadsheets, my highlighters, going through each pick seeing what, how that affects my client based off of who the pick is and what round. Um, and it's just going to be uh, an interesting, fun, different Thursday, Friday, specifically that Saturday is going to be a zoo house when it's round four to seven. Um, and it's just going to be a different time. So that, that's going to be my arsenal for my, my quote-unquote war room on Saturday. Now, James, I just want to know which laptop or which phone's going to have Pro Football Chase opened up for the draft live feed. Oh man, it's got to be it's got to be the main laptop. It's the, it's the only one, man. That's what I'd like to hear, James. Now, from a sentimental aspect, as we close out yeah. this interview, what is it like for you? You know, you're so heavily invested in these prospects' lives. You talked about you know their family. You're communicating with them every single day. And when you finally see your clients land with an NFL team, you know that their goal of reaching the next level has been accomplished. What is it like for you in that moment? 
I've been in the business for a long time. My goal is always to see my client succeed. It's not about the agent. I work for the client. So for me, this is just the culmination of a lot of preparation and hard work. You invest time, you invest money, you invest your emotions into the player, into their family members. And when you first meet a prospect, whether that's November, December, January, October, depending on how early you're recruiting your kids, as an agent, you want to get to know his goals and his dreams. I always tell, I make the joke when I speak to a player for the first time, if your goal is to be a WWE wrestler, then we're wasting each other's time, right? However, if your goal is to be an NFL player, then I want to be able to help you achieve those dreams. And the only way I can help you achieve those dreams is if you are open and willing to tell me your ability to work for that dream. I'm going to give you everything I have as an agent based off of my connections, based off of how I see the business unfolding in these next four to six months, hypothetically speaking, back in November. And so when a player finally gets to that point and he signs or he hears his name called and he starts getting really emotional, it's an emotional time for us as agents because you're living through your agent. You're living through your client, I should say, as an agent, and you're living his dreams and you're watching them unfold in front of you. So it's a culmination of a lot of joy, but it's just the beginning. So the draft is just the beginning. Uh, our goal really is to keep that relationship going throughout the playing career and, more importantly, once his career is over with, to be there by his side throughout um, the time that he's playing when he's not playing, if he happens to leave the NFL early after three years, or if he gets to a second contract and he plays 10 years. So... The relationships just get started when they get drafted or they sign as undrafted free agents, but it is a great, great time for a player because you never get that chance back. We already discussed a variety of different topics about COVID-19, how it's impacted. We know the post-draft, undrafted free agent process is going to be altered. We know that with no pro days and top 30 visits, it's been difficult for those players that have been unable to really showcase themselves and their talents. Now, are there any other issues or obstacles that this COVID-19 has brought upon you as an agent that we haven't already discussed? You know what I'm thinking, honestly, is going forward from a recruiting standpoint, I told myself that I'm not getting on an airplane before the end of this year. So I'm curious as to how it's going to affect future recruiting going forward if A, number one, there is no college football players or, I should say, fans in the stands. Number two, if people aren't willing to get on airplanes to recruit players based off of this COVID-19, how is that going to affect the recruiting process? Is it going to be more of a virtual digital recruiting? Because if you can hold a draft and you can have top 30 team visits and build the trust of a player with a team virtually, why can't the same be done for agency work? So... I wonder if that dynamic is going to change if we have this new normalcy. And to me, I'm always thinking ahead. I wonder if that will be part of the new normal, where I don't have to meet a kid face-to-face, although I would love to because there's nothing like looking across from a player and his family in their eyes and saying, this is who I'm about, this is who you're about, let's connect the dots. But if COVID is taking away that ability, or if parents are uncomfortable with you coming into their house because they don't know if you have the COVID, how is that going to affect recruiting? So that's what I'm thinking about from a long-term solution. How is that going to affect the way we recruit clients going forward? It should be interesting. We'll see what happens. It is indeed interesting times with what's going on, and 
James, again, I appreciate you taking the time of your busy evening. I know draft night is three days away. Thursday night, we got round one, rounds two and three on Friday, and then four through seven on Saturday. James, I wish you, your clients, their families the best this weekend as these college athletes are going to get to potentially live out their dream of joining an NFL franchise. Isaac, I appreciate you having me on and uh, definitely we'll have the podcast rocking and rolling on uh, draft weekend. All right, you take care, stay safe, and God bless. Take care, Isaac. I appreciate it. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.